As- this is Talkback, 721-1290 or 1-800-568-5309. This is News Talk KGVO, AM 1290 and 98.3 FM. KGVO, Missoula's News and Weather Station. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is our number two of the Friday edition of Talk Back, brought to you this morning by Phillips Janitorial. If they offer residential and commercial cleaning, if you need your house or your business clean, remember, no job is too big or too small. Here's the number uh, to get your your cleaning book to 260-6617. That's 406-260-6617. Also brought to you by Brooklyn Bagel and Bakery, the only place to find authentic New York bagels and pastries all the way from Little Italy right here in Missoula at Brooklyn Bagel and Bakery out on North Reserve. The views and opinions expressed on TalkBack are not those of the staff, management, or advertisers. Okay, here we are. We are back. This is TalkBack. Hopefully things are a little bit more normal now, and now that we're into the 9 o'clock hour. And as is our custom, we always go directly to our, uh, we haven't talked to you for a while, Kirsten Pabst, our county attorney. Kirsten, good morning, and welcome back. Oh, thank you very much. Good morning, and Happy New Year. And the same to you. What's, what, what's going on in your, in your, in your house? We got a lot going on in our house, Peter. We charged 18 new criminal complaints in the last week. Um, part of those landed in last year and 14 of them landed in this year. Most of the ones this week involved intimate partner violence. In one case, um, the person was charged with assault on a peace officer. The vehicle uh, that she was in uh, hit another car. She fled allegedly and then assaulted a police officer uh, who located her after um, allegedly threatening that law enforcement officer with a weapon as well. In another case, the defendant was charged with aggravated burglary for threatening his neighbors with a gun in front of children. Allegedly, there was a criminal endangerment and theft case In that case, um, the defendant allegedly hopped in a car that did not belong to him that was parked at a grocery store and drove off with a victim still inside of it. Um, In another case, the defendant was charged with criminal mischief and drugs, um, allegedly stealing items from a local retail store and then trying to dispose of them in the restroom um, upon being discovered. Another case, we charged burglary. In that case, the defendant was fired from a local restaurant and then allegedly broke in at night and stole money from that restaurant on more than one occasion. Um, We also charged a handful of new drug cases, including um, more fentanyl possession cases. So it was a really busy week and a really busy start to the new year. So it's not exactly a happy new year, but uh, again... Back back to basically normal normal scope of business. Yeah, pretty. We're we're pretty much in the in the normal range there. Unfortunately, you bet. Well, Kirsten, it's always a pleasure talking with you. Thanks so much for that report. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Right. Have a safe weekend. And the same to you, ma'am. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll go ahead and take our first break now. And when we come back, by the way, we have we have contacted been contacted by uh, Congressman Rosendale's office and. They are going to try to get him to call in, hopefully sometime between 9.30 and 10. That's the, I told him, uh, that's a good time to call. And so hopefully if he'll call in, then you'll have an opportunity to visit with him, as we try to do with all of our, our well, as, as many as possible <laughs> of, <laughs> of our elected officials. So we're going to come right back with uh, more of Talk Back right after this.
My name is Teresa Barber. I was in the United States Navy and I served overseas in the Middle East and Africa. Early on in my career, I had a commander that taught our suicide prevention training and the very next day he took his own life. 90% of suicide attempts involving a gun are fatal. My way of continuing my service is to help protect my community by being a responsible gun owner and by storing firearms safely. Store all your guns securely. Help stop suicide. Brought to you by N Family Fire and the Ad Council. How was your drive to school? Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Attention class, it's time for a new word. Hey, it's Peter Christian for my friend Jason Baker and his Rise Realty team. That word, well, you've heard it before, is concierge. In English, that basically means an assistant or a helper. Well, that's exactly what Jason Baker and his Rise Realty team want to do for you with their Jason Baker Team Concierge Program. What it does is if your home is not exactly market ready, maybe it needs a few minor repairs, some paint, maybe some new carpet. Jason and his team will gladly help that get done. And then when your home sells, you simply pay that back. It's the concierge program, and no one does it quite like the Jason Baker team. Call at 552-4443. You can Google him at Jason Baker team. List your home with Jason Baker and his Rise Realty team. That way, you can live the home selling dream and call the Jason Baker team. Live the home selling dream. Call the Jason Baker team. Go to jasonbakerteam.com. Okay, we're back on Talkback. Uh, that's Nick Christensen right over there, taking your phone calls and producing a Talkback every day. And, of course, a brand new year underway. And uh, let's get right back to the phones. Uh, Candy's been waiting quite a while. Candy, thank you for your patience. Go ahead. That's okay. Um, I wanted to say I'm I'm glad Matt's ca- calling in, and I support everything he's doing and those 20 uh, Republicans are doing because this system has been so corrupt. I don't think people really pay attention to what's going on anymore. I, I, I can't believe the ignorance in uh out there at what's going on even with the covid and everything like that but i support matt wholly with it what he he's doing and i'm sorry that zion uh zinke uh ryan zinke can't be, get behind him and support montana because it affects montana and uh these rules and i wanted to to also say that uh, Jeremy sounded like a nice guy, but the child slave labor going into all these electric cars, I don't think people realize how big a problem that is. It's slave labor, and they also rape those little boys and girls. And I don't understand why we're so excited about this stuff because it's not it's it's unholy it's evil and i i just can't get behind the electric cars or anything like that and the wind generation and i, I 
it's cognitive dissonance in my mind, but I support Matt. Go, Matt, go. All right. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Appreciate that. 721-1290 is our number. All of our phone lines are open now. So if you have something on your mind, give us a call at 721-1290. All right. Uh, just just uh, be, as we're waiting for calls to come in, mm-hmm. um, the Consumer Electronics Show is on right now over in Las, Wait- I'm sorry, Las Vegas. And uh, it says here that tech companies are showing off their latest products. Now, check this out. Uh, let's see. Uh, innovations include a button that your dog can press to tell you it's hungry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen those, yeah. And a high-tech stroller that can follow you around. There's also a robot pillow that aims to calm you by mimicking your breathing and a robot uh, dog toy that you can customize. So uh, there's no end of things that you can buy these days. All right, let's... Uh, Let's move right along and get Emmett on the line. He's been uh, just called in a second ago. Emmett, good morning. You're on TalkBack. Thanks for holding. Oh, thanks for taking my call. Well, um, a clarification from yesterday's call, you know, with the the guest you had. I wasn't saying I was against self-defense or boxing for self-defense. I've taken self-defense classes like Taekwondo and Aikido when I was a kid. I'm all for self-defense. I'm all for, you know, the Second Amendment. I was talking about the machismo, machismo culture where everything has to be macho, that kind of thing. Maybe I'm the world's biggest hypocrite because I also love movies like Conan the Barbarian and Mortal Kombat. You know, I love some manly stuff, but it's just like we have to um, embrace and love each other again, you know, because I was always for the men's movement in the 90s. But I do have a question about this whole Matt Rosendale, this whole thing. Yes. But these 20 Republicans, why, um, why is Matt Rosendale against Kevin McCarthy? Is it that he thinks that Kevin is a rhino? Is it rules? What is it? I, I believe, from, now, Matt is going to be calling us here in about 15 minutes, I understand. It's sometime in the, after 9.30. So uh, I, it, rather than me try to speculate, uh, I, I think he just believes that, I think, believe Mr. Arnold uh, is, would be a better uh, uh, Speaker of the House because he's more connected with that side of the aisle, if you know what I mean. So, in other words, he's 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 a proponent of a different individual, still a Republican, just a, a, a different Republican. Yeah, but you know, look, we do have to have a, an agenda to defeat Biden and the liberals. We do sometimes have to work with. I hate to say it, but rhinos to get a Republican agenda passed. And I'm not even a Republican. I'm an independent, and I'm glad I am. But I'm worried Ronald Reagan these days would not get elected. I'm worried Ronald, people would say that Ronald Reagan is a rhino, and he was one of the best presidents we ever had, and he would cross the aisle. I, don't, I think we have gotten so – I think the Republican Party is just destroying itself and eating its own. We have to get a speaker. We have to get a conservative agenda passed, and I don't think that Kevin McCarthy would stand in the way of a conservative agenda just because of rules or penumbrum. I absolutely, completely agreed with uh, Susan Campbell Renault. Completely, I got up early this morning. I had to do some other things, including make a pot of coffee. But it's just really disturbing to me that this is going on because I was laughing at it the first day, but then you know today I'm just not laughing. I would even vote for a Chris Christie, a Speaker of the House, or a Marco Rubio, or someone like that, even though they're the more. Well, he's a senator, so yeah. 
Yes. Oh, that's right. I'm, anyway, I'm so confused. But that's okay. I, I vote for, we just need to get the ball rolling is what I'm trying to say. Move past our differences Emmett, and work to fix this country. Emmett, it's just politics. The, 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 this, yeah. the, this is the sausage-making politics. And, and I think people expect us to snap our fingers and things just... You know, the Republicans haven't been in charge for a long time. So they're trying to work this out the best they can. Unfortunately, it's being done very publicly, and there's lots of heat coming from all directions. So anyway. And we just haven't seen this in 100 years. Yeah. So I hope that when Matt Rosendale comes on, you know, I, I want to listen to him, and maybe I'd like to call back and ask him a few questions sure. like this myself. You so, bet. All, all right. right. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, Marilyn. Marilyn, thank you for holding. You're on TalkBack. Go ahead. Yeah, good morning. So I also have been very supportive of what Matt and the 20 are doing. I've called his Washington, D.C. office, his Helena office, and I've sent him an email. And we are against the status quo of what is happening in Washington, D.C. Emmett, I don't, I'm surprised you don't see this, Emmett, and everybody else. Um, we've got debt. 30 what? 31 trillion dollars? More like 33 trillion, uh, yeah. 33, yeah. I yeah. thought maybe that was the number, but okay. So, and every day you hear about taxes that they are taking and using that are inappropriate against our conscience and character and integrity, and yet they're stealing our money, and the corruption back there is horrible. These 20 want to see Washington change, and we. McCarthy is part of the establishment, part of the swamp, part of, you know, like Mitch McConnell. And I'm mad at Steve Daines because Steve Daines voted to keep Mitch McConnell in there. Mitch McConnell is the one that we also need to take out. And yet everybody, oh, we got to go along to get along. Well, that's part of the problem. Our side crosses the aisle with the Marxists, with the communists, with the... <laughs> Well, there's some Islamists in charge back there. Why don't we, why aren't we going after them? Why are we eating our own? Yeah, why are we? And so, um, we, Matt and these others, thank God, they are taking a stand. They are fighting the fight. That is what we have been wanting for a long time. All right. We've got to retain our country. Marilyn, thanks for the call. Appreciate that. Oh, this, is, you, th this is open phones, folks. So uh, you may agree, you may disagree. That's that's why we're doing this, to give you an opportunity to do that. Uh, Jay's up next. Jay, good morning. Thanks for holding. You're on Talkback. Please go ahead, sir. Hello, Jay. Yes, yes. Good morning. Jay, go ahead. You're on Talkback. Please go ahead, sir. Uh, so, yeah, I fully support Matt Rosendale, and, and that's why I voted for him, but not Ryan Zinke. McCarthy and his district are some of the biggest receivers of, of pork projects. His, his area he represents in Bakersfield, California. He's a huge part of, of the establishment and the swamp, and he will never do anything to lower our taxes or cut government spending or reduce the size of government. We need actual people who want to do those things. And that's what the, the, the 20 folks that were with Rosendale are doing. All right. Uh, that's all my comment is. Thank you. Thanks for your call. We appreciate that. Yeah, all calls are welcome. I believe Catherine's up next. Hey, Catherine, good to hear from you. What's on your mind, ma'am? Good morning. Well, I just wanted to uh, say that, you know, the Republicans control the House, right? 
But about barely. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, barely. But uh, the Democrats control the Senate and the presidency. So what that means is that anything that the House comes up with as far as bills are, are going to die on the floor. They're going to die because Biden's not going to sign anything and the Senate's not going to pass anything that is proposed. So this is really the optimum time. Uh, and I wrote that in a little blurb in your uh, um, on your message board. Okay. That um, this is the optimum time to clean up the process in the House. And so, yeah, I support Matt Rosendale and his uh, cohorts in what they're doing. So just wanted to say that. All right. Thanks. Catherine, thanks for the call. With that, we're up against a break. We have uh, Steve and Dave and several other phone lines open. Uh, the, uh, we'll be right back. It's open phones. We are hoping to hear from uh, Congressman Matt Rosendale. We'll try to keep a line or two open uh, after after the 930 uh, break uh, and have him on and have him explain exactly what's going on from his perspective. And if he wants to take some calls from you folks, we'll do that as well. So we're going to come right back right after this. Hey, we're back. This is Talkback. 721-1290 is our number, and uh, we have open phones going on. Again, we are hoping, uh, fingers, toes crossed, in, in, between 930 and 10, that Congressman Matt Rosendale will call us and, uh, and share with us what's going on from his perspective. We heard from Ryan Zinke yesterday. We'll be hopefully hearing from Matt Rosendale today. So we're trying to get everybody uh, going on there. Uh, Mr. Wingnut is on the line. Mr. Nutt, you're on. Go ahead. What's, uh, what's on your mind on open phones? Well, good morning. <laughs> Regarding this, what's going on uh, in the House is, you know, it's 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 not going to crater if we take a week to decide who uh, leads the House. And, and uh, a couple ways of assessing this, or making a decision on this is, you know, think about who is leading this. Folks like Jim Jordan, folks like Matt Gates, folks like Chip Roy. And you consider what they have done over the past couple of years. And have you actually even heard the name McCarthy come up you know, in, in involved in a fight? Secondly, you know, now is the time when they have the power to exert their influence uh, of the Freedom Caucus to get some gains. And, you know, and, you know, if we, if we get rational about this, Let's consider what concessions they are gaining when this is all said and done. And you decide if the concessions they have gained by going through this process, that you agree with them and that they're good things. And then make your assessment of whether this was uh, a tempest in a teapot or a good thing to do. That's my comment. All right. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it, sir. Uh, Tony's up next. Hey, Tony, thank you for holding. You're on Talkback. Please go ahead, sir. Yeah, good morning. Hey, uh, I'm not embarrassed by this process at all. Wish, I wish it would have been done, you know, a couple of weeks ago, but they do need to get this done. But there is one thing I wish they would consider, and that is what is the speakership going to look like after they're through ringing concessions out of McCarthy? We're going to have an eight-vote uh, surplus in the House, and that's not much. No, it's not. Pretty much any congressman's going to be able to stop our progress if they want to. If we end up with a weak speaker, Nancy was a till of the hun, but they got what they want, and they're still voting every single Democrat in line. Yeah, you, you, want, you wonder how that works. Uh, I, 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 
again, I, I, I claim ignorance uh, of many of the ways that, that, that they make the sausage in Washington, D.C., and shame on me. I should be more involved in that. But, you know, I, I just wonder how, how that iron, that iron control over or what they did uh, uh, was able to advance all the things they wanted to do. There was just everybody well, walking in lockstep. Yeah. The knife in Idaho is still missing. Okay. That was humor. Okay. How she is ruling the house. Okay. Ruling the house. Gotcha. But okay. if we end up with a weaker speaker, that could be a, a problem. It's long-term problem. Uh, she solved a lot of issues for the Democrats, and this is one of them. They never did their bloodletting in public. This is true. They did it all behind closed doors. You bet. Hey, Tony, thanks for your call. It's good to hear from you. Thank you. Uh, up next, I believe we have Dave. Dave is back. Dave, good morning. You're on Talkback. Go ahead, sir. Yes, I'd like to talk about the rule of five for people who don't understand. Please for many, do. many years, uh, rule of five was that that five people from, from the House, five members could stand up and ask for a re-vote of the Speaker of the House. Okay. Um, but it was never even thought about. It, it was, it's there until Boehner was Speaker of the House, and then one of his members stood up and said he, he wanted the, the rule of five to kick in. And it scared Boehner so much that he did what the member wanted and then basically quit the House of Representatives afterwards. Um, not right away, but he didn't want to be blackmailed by the rule of five. So, so when Nancy... Pelosi came into office, she moved, but she had the, they voted on it, and they had the rule of five moved up to 50. Oh, my. And 50 members would have to call, call, stand up and say, let's have another vote. Wow. So, I mean, it's kind of interesting that now they're talking about a rule of one. So it could be a lot of votes in the future about who is Speaker of the House if they get the rule of one. And it, it's, it's going to be real interesting. Um, about yesterday's call, you know, your your guest insinuated that I was opposed to uh, uh, semi-automatic rifles, and no, I'm not. I just would like some some increased regulations involved in it. Well, thank you. We talked about John Law. Thanks for the call. Hey, we're, right. we're, we're going to take a break. When we come right back, Matt Rosendale is actually on the phone, and we'll take this really quick time out and come back and talk with Matt Rosendale. So we'll be right back. Stay with us. Hey, Pete. At 10 a.m. Meet Ed, movie buff, animal lover, safe driver. Five years of driving an ambulance teaches you a thing or two. If people knew what I know, lives could be saved. When I see a car trying to rush past a turning bus, I get concerned. You see, when big vehicles turn right, they have to swing wide to make the turn. And that's a lesson you don't want to learn the hard way. When trucks and buses turn, let's you and I wait. It's, it's our roads. It's, it's our safety. safety. Visit www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. Hey, we're back on Talkback now. 721 is our number. Joining us on the phone is Matt Rosendale, our congressman, uh, one of our congressmen uh, for the state of Montana. Matt, thank you so much for, for being with us today. Happy New Year. It's glad, uh, great to be with you, Peter. And uh, now, if you wouldn't mind, I, I, as I mentioned to our listeners and also to you just moments ago offline, I had the opportunity of listening to a part of your presentation. Uh, uh, I, I'm not sure if it was yesterday or the day before, uh, when you basically explained 
how the sausage making is not picking, taking place the way it's supposed to. <laughs> and I, I wanted you, if you could just, uh, for our listeners, explain what you tried to explain to everybody else just the other day. So this is what I've been fighting for since I, I got into this institution. Um, and that is to make sure that everyone has an equal voice to represent their district. And right now, that is not how Congress functions. The speaker selects which bills after the committee has passed them. So they've had a hearing, a committee has, has uh, passed them to move them forward, and the speaker selects which bills will actually go out to the floor. They don't go directly to the floor, they go to a, another committee, which is called the Rules Committee. And this group of nine people who are selected by the speaker make the determination about which amendments shall or shall not be placed on that bill. And then it goes to the floor. And the people that maybe one or two that are yes men that do everything that is requested of them and their amendment possibly is, is uh, allowed to be voted onto the bill. And this is all pre-orchestrated, you know. Uh, then that may go on, but everyone else, we get to vote yes or no. We don't. You're not even allowed because the rule that they send out to the floor, which governs that specific piece of legislation, prohibits the rest of the members from participating in the debate and uh, offering an amendment to that piece of legislation. And and so as everyone watches C-SPAN over the last couple of days, and they see Congress debating and discussing and and uh, challenging each other. That's not how it is every day. And, and as I expressed on what they call flying day, so the day we come back, the leadership of both parties, this is why they call it the uniparty, Peter. The leadership of both parties gets together and they agree upon 15 or 20 bills to scratch each other's back. And, and they bring those up before everyone arrives back in town. And you'll have one Democrat and one Republican stand on the floor. They suspend what little rules that we have in place. They they discuss the piece of legislation. And then without anyone being there, they say, uh, without objection, we'll pass this by unanimous consent. And so a half a dozen of us discovered this was taking place. We're stunned by that practice. And we started leaving our homes early, flying in just so we could be there to say, I object. And not that I object to the legislation, but I object to this practice, and I request the yeas and nays. And, and so we started forcing the bills to be brought one by one up to the floor. So then they, they created another rule, and, and it's called on block, E-N-B-L-O-C-K, on block. And they would take the same 15 bills that they had agreed upon in their, in their cabal, and, and they put them as one piece of legislation and ask the body to, to vote on all of them together. It's a mess. And, and so what we are saying is there has to be regular order restored to Congress. We must change the rules so that each piece of legislation that is passed by the committee is allowed to go out to the floor. Far different from what the Montana legislature is trying to do, where they want to be able to blast legislation out of committee that has not been passed by the committee. All we're saying is if the committee has passed it, then it should go out to the floor. The next thing is it can only be a single subject, which the Montana legislature does have. 
single subject legislation. If you're trying to pass legislation about placing a stop sign somewhere, you cannot include provisions about putting and funding a dog park or a walking trail or something like that. It has to be on that subject matter. So and I, then it comes out to the floor, and any member can propose an amendment as long as it's germane to the subject of the bill. Right. So, uh, so the, the, the whole omnibus situation where the one the $1.67 trillion omnibus bill that was just passed, omni means all, uh, uh, business, obviously it's all business, all shoved together into one bill. And as Nancy Pelosi famously said, you have to pass the bill before we know what's in it. And let me tell you something they had had removed. And this has been taking place over the last 15 years. They have continued to remove the ability for the members to participate in this process and continue to consolidate all of the power into the speaker and these nine people that sit on the rules committee. And, and, and so what happens is they the rule that they have in place, it says you must have 72 hours. Someone interprets that to mean from from uh, 11.59 today until 11.59 you know, uh, p.m. tomorrow. It's, it's so they, they just suspend all of those rules and everything that they have in place doesn't really matter, which goes to my second point, and that is that's why you have to have someone in the leadership position that you trust to, to help us govern and enforce those rules. All right, Matt, we've got folks that have been waiting in line to talk with you, if you don't mind. Let's get Paul on the line first. Paul, uh, what's your question for Matt Rosendale? We support you. Mike, I, I would like to have legislators that write legislation, and I would like to separate money bills from laws that correct the processes of what's going on in the country. We spend so much time on money bills that legislators don't write, but they're sponsors of the bills. And I think we need to get the behind-the-scenes look at what's going on and so that people understand that it, it was different before. Now it's just money, money, money. And I'd just like to have your comment on that. Okay, thanks for the call, Paul. Uh, go ahead, Matt. Thank you, Paul. Look, that is exactly what we're trying to, to uh, force here, and that is transparency in government. Um, I, I have heard said that the best disinfectant is, is sunlight, and that is absolutely true. Let's bring these bills forward, allow them to be discussed and debated on the floor, separate the subject matter out so that you're only dealing with one subject, so that you can't buy someone's vote by slipping a provision into a bill uh, to, to make them support it. I agree with it. I tell you what, we're, we're, we're up against a break, Matt. Can you hang on for just a second? Because we're the, the phone calls are piling up. Is that all right? I've got, I've got five minutes for you, and then I've got to run down to the floor and vote, Peter. All right, so here's what we'll do. We'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and take that break a little bit later. So let's, let's try to get another call in. Uh, this is Susan. Susan, good morning. You're on with Matt Rosendale. Go ahead. Okay, first of all, Matt, this is Susan Campbell-Renault. I have been very frustrated that a speaker has not been elected yet, and I understand where you're coming from, but the problem is we don't have an alternative. I share your frustration with Kevin. I, I've not been thrilled with Kevin. I don't like McConnell either, but we need somebody so that we can get on with the business of the House of Representatives so that the Republicans don't look like fools. And I appreciate 
the fact that you nominated Donald J. Trump. Thank you. I really appreciate that, Matt. But we need to get something in writing so that Kevin McCarthy does not do a bait and switch with you and verbally promise whatever he's promised to you, the 20 of you, so that there is not a regression back to the way it is. Susan, so I, have you gotten something thanks, in writing? Okay, in Susan, you're going to pour up my five minutes. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, so Matt. Here's, here's what thanks, I will Susan. tell you. First of all, let's make it real clear. I did not nominate Donald J. Trump to be Speaker of the House. I nominated Byron Donald from Florida, a legislator that serves with me, a member of Congress that serves with me, who had formerly served in the Florida uh, delegation down there. Uh, next, I will tell you is that Susan has basically hit the, the nail on the head. How can you uh, negotiate with someone that is not trustworthy, that has proven before not to be trustworthy? Kevin McCarthy, as part of the leadership team over the last 12 years, has managed the demise of our country. He helped develop or was the architect of spending measures in 2015, 2017, 2018, and 2019 that were so terrible that they had to get more Democrats to support the measure to pass it than they even had Republicans. He had not 20, 30 ultra-conservative, fiscal conservatives. He had 100 to 120 Republicans vote against each and every one of those spending measures. And look, everybody talks about unity, and they would love to see this, this smooth facade um, on the, the Republican Party. But I'm here to tell you, Peter, if the ship is getting ready to go over the waterfall and everybody's holding hands together, I'm sorry. But somebody needs to stand up on the ship and go, we've got to change direction. And, and, and that's what I'm trying to do. We are not going to go over the waterfall on my watch. And if we are going to restore regular order in Congress, then we have to change the rules and we have to put someone in that seat that we can trust that's not going to just suspend those rules and put us right back into the same place that we are now. Matt, I know you have to run. Thank you so much for sharing that. And uh, we appreciate you taking the time to call, sir. God bless you all. Happy New Year, same, to everybody. Same to you, Matt. Thank you. We're gonna we're, we'll take our break. Come right back. And uh, sorry about that. He had to run. Got another vote coming up, so we'll be right back. Healthy life. Meet Ingrid, fiery spirit, caring grandma, proud trucker. I've logged more than four million miles in my truck. If people knew what I know, lives could be saved. I was driving outside of Ohio when a gentleman stopped suddenly in front of me. But it takes my 80,000-pound truck 200 yards to stop. I'd given myself extra room, but it's not a chance worth taking. It's, it's our roads. It's, it's our safety. safety. Visit www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. We are back on TalkBack. 721-1290 is our number. Let's get right back to open phones. Uh, Kevin, Kevin, good morning. You're on TalkBack. Thanks for holding, sir. Oh, you bet. Um, I wanna, uh, I'm glad Matt's putting up a fight. We'll see where it goes. My point is that Danes, our senator, supported Mitch McConnell, which equaled an ominous bill buddying up with Chucky Schumer. I don't see the benefit there. I'm very disappointed in Danes. I hope that Zinke doesn't disappoint me. He should step up and see which where we're going. So there's always, with Danes supporting Mitch McConnell, 
even though he voted against it, he still got our omnibus bill. I wish they would have fought him a lot harder. So hopefully good things will happen. All right. Well, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, up next is Skip. Skip, good morning. You're on Talkback. Thanks for holding. Well, thank you, sir. Again, uh, I, I wanted to just compliment the fact that Matt called in from Washington, D.C., to put all the cards on the table. So even if you agree with or don't agree with his personal politics, it's pretty cool that we live in a place where we can get upfront and personal just like that. And uh, the, the, uh, the gentleman that just spoke, uh, even, if, even if we know that there's some differences in even platform planks between, his, I'll say, Ryan and Matt, that uh, we, we get to observe exactly what happens because people like that call in right to your show in the morning and it's just, uh, it, it's, it's pretty darn good information and, and it's part of the learning curve so that we as uh, constituents can uh, be more informed when we do vote at all levels on the ticket. So thank you very much, Peter, for providing the venue. You Bye. bet. It's our, it's our pleasure. By the way, uh, in our conversations with uh, one of our, our newest members of our staff is Dennis Bragg, of course. He's a very prestigious journalist, award-winning journalist, and uh, formerly with KPAX. Uh, uh, he is in talks right now to try to get a weekly call from, wait for it, Senator John Tester. And uh, I understand they're on good they're on good terms, and so we'll, if, if we can make that happen, that's great. Uh, I'm not sure if he'll be on KGVO, but <laughs> we'll we'll do we'll we'll do everything can everything we can to get our our other senator on. So anyway, let's uh, move right along. Who's up next? Lisa, Lisa, good morning. You're on Talkback. Go ahead, please. Uh, good morning. Um, I would like to say that uh, Susan Campbell is exactly right. I have called the office of uh, Congressman Rosendale yesterday, and I expressed exactly my point of view in this direction, that the 20 right now are stuck. They cannot come up with more votes, and it seems like it's another holdout from day to day, and we need to go on with the business. And what I said to the young man over there in the office, I says, I was not in favor or crazy about Zinke. However, I voted for him as the lesser of, quote, two evils. And wait and see what he's going to do now. And Mr. Kevin McCarthy, I don't trust him very far either. We'll just have to wait and see what his lofty promises are going to happen, what he's going to do with them, if he's going to hold to them, if, he, if we can see that he meant it. And if that is not the case, in two years, voting is coming up again. Yep. And we will probably have a lot more than 20 of the Freedom Caucus there. And then perhaps we have a chance to get rid of him. But for now... I think it is best to do like the Democrats, stick together at least that we can go on with business. You bet. Thank you. Lisa, thanks for the call. By the way, we're going to take a quick break, but allow me just to insert a, a personal note here. I am absolutely delighting in all the people that are calling in about something that's happening way over in Washington, D.C., right? Yeah. This, this is participatory government, right? Uh, you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm always railing on people to vote. Vote, vote. Voting is part one. But then once you've voted, 
you don't just walk away yeah, pay attention from 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 your employees as doing what they're doing shame on me for not knowing uh what what matt rosendale was explaining right uh, uh about how they've they've consolidated all this to the point where nobody even has to be in the chamber right uh to debate a bill um that just absolutely blew my mind and shame on me for not knowing that so we're going to come right back uh, let's let's continue the conversation. We'll do that when we come back from this one-minute timeout. My name is Corporal Bradley Joseph Seitz. Jerry Reed. Kate Weber. These are real veterans facing a real challenge. I have PTSD. And I have PTSD. I have PTSD. Post-traumatic stress disorder can happen to anyone. I was still in a war zone in my mind. But treatment can turn your life around. Treatment has really saved my life. To learn about PTSD and how treatment can help you, call your local VA medical center or visit ptsd.va.gov. I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining me and supporting paralyzed veterans of America. I joined the Navy to serve my country while parachuting with my platoon. My parachute didn't open. I broke my neck. Thanks to PVA, paralyzed veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Learn more at pva.org. And we are back on our final segment uh, here on this Open Phones segment of Talk Back. Again, I want to say thank you to uh, Matt Rosadale uh, for uh, calling in uh, to be on our show for like 10 minutes or so. I was very, very busy, but we deeply appreciate the fact that he's willing to just grab a phone and call in to talk back. Uh, again, uh, we're very grateful for that. Let's get right back to the phones. And JR has not been on yet this morning. JR, thanks for holding, sir. You're on Talk Back. Go ahead. In the 16 years that John Tester has been senator, has he ever appeared on your radio show? Yes, once. A very, just after he was elected. Okay, I called his office the other day and told him, you know, I've never heard him on any of the Montana talk shows. And right. He said, oh, I'm sure he's been on him. And, I, I, and I, she said, I'm sure if that invite him, he'd be glad to come on. So after the show... You ought to call his office and invite him because she said she was sure, sure, I, sure he would take. I, 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 I there, done that. I, I will tell you. All right, I'll just real quickly. We've got just a couple minutes here. All right, I will tell you. Uh, several years ago, uh, at the Montana Broadcasters Convention, which was held, I think, in Big Sky. And uh, uh, there was supposed to be a debate actually between Senator Tester and his opponent. Uh, who couldn't show up. I think it was Matt Rosendale, to be honest with you. Anyway, um, so so Senator Tester said, hey, we'll just spend the hour and a half what we're going to do for the debate uh, with you reporter folks, right? So all the reporters came, da-da-da-da, and I waited until everybody was finished talking about whatever they wanted. And then as it was just wrapping up, I raised my hand and I said, Senator Tester, you know who I am. Uh, I have been asking you for years and years to come on TalkBack. I'm personally, I will do everything I possibly can to, uh, to make it possible for you to come on our show. We would love to have you. Uh, Missoula is, a, is, is a, basically a blue town in a red state. You would think you would love to be on, on TalkBack because it's in Missoula. And he said, well, just get in touch with my staff and we'll... Basically the same thing I've heard over and over and over again. Same things I hear. Yeah. And, uh, and, and he will not come on KGVO. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should call every day and ask. <laughs> <laughs> if, if only I had time, yeah. I, I remember calling and asking a few years ago why he wouldn't appear on the uh, 
your show and I talked to this public relations woman and she says, I told you this before. He said, that's, it's because he doesn't like taking calls from a bunch of loonies. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I had not heard, heard that. That. Yeah. That, that. That's that's really interesting. I, of course, I love being a loony. Uh, but but yeah. what, what the heck? Well, you're, you're not a loony. It's a caller. She said <laughs> a calls from a bunch of loonies. Well, right, but, but, well, I will tell you this, that Senator... I like our loonies. Yes, yeah, Senator Steve Daines doesn't take calls from listeners either. True. All right, Remember so... Our governor, governor uh, what's his name? He's uh, Schweitzer. He's come on all the time, didn't he? Well, no, Go- Governor Gianforte uh, loves taking calls from listeners. He, he loves it, so, yeah. Well, Schweitzer used to come on, uh, what's that other talk show? Uh, Montana, Montana Talks. Montana. Yeah, Montana Talks over. Well, I think yeah. that's Aaron Flint's show. Him. Yeah. No, Voices of Montana. Yeah, Schweitzer yeah, Tom, Tom, Tom Schultz, right. Yeah, he used to come on that all the time, Schweitzer did. You bet. And uh, Bacchus used to come on the radio shows, right? Every now and then, yes, sir. Not often, but yeah, every and now and then. That was, uh, you know, a chicken, you know what. All right, thank, thanks, <laughs> thank, 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 thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, Emmett is back. Emmett, go ahead. We have about uh, four minutes. Go ahead, sir. Oh, thanks for taking my call. Well, I wanted to ask, um, um, for one, now I see both points. I'm glad Matt Rosendale kind of, you know, explained his positions very articulately, explained it, and he made some good points. But I also like, again, what Susan Campbell Bruno said, very good. So I can see both points, but I wanted to ask him, these new rules that the um, Speaker of the House has made where everything is consolidated, hardly anything gets to the floor for a vote, was this going on? in the 80s that might move the needle for me a little more to matt rosendale because i mean it sounds almost like these are new rules and we're trying to get back to what it was in the 80s yeah. that would make a lot of difference for me is, is this true was well, this- well, well well try to i don't know but I, I can say this try to imagine there's 435 members of the house right if, uh-huh. if every single member was there and every single uh-huh. bill came before the floor for the entire for the entire house to vote on, how much do you think would get done in a day? True. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 um, so many of these rules may have started with a good intention. Well, God, there's so many of us, and there's so many bills. Let's let's get a bunch of people together and have them decide which bills and get to, nah, 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 that sort of thing. Um, the 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 Pollyanna thing that I had in my head is everybody's you know standing and making objections and yes I agree and now the vote okay the bill passes on to the next bill uh, that I is not so that is not how it works so there you go I thought so too I just assumed so I'm glad he's standing up you know trying to get it back more to to that type of thing but one thing I'm disturbed too is that you know. They're not even having intelligence briefings. I did not know congressmen had intelligence briefings. But well, I if hope you're on the intelligence committee, yeah, there, there would be intelligence yeah, briefings. I, I hope there's not a nuclear missile on the way from North <laughs> Korea or Russia that we don't even know about. Yeah. I mean, it just seems, just in closing, you know, I miss the 80s. I miss Ronald Reagan. I miss it when Republicans were working together instead of tearing each other apart. I never thought I'd love 80s music, but last year I've become so disgusted by everything, I've started listening to old 80s music again because it gives me back to a happier time, Emmett, more Emmett, innocent time. We, we are out of time, man. Thank, thanks for the so, call. I really appreciate it. Uh, we have Joe. Joe, you're it. We have got about a minute and a half. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, you know, uh, John Tester's opposition to the uh, West Virginia versus EPA decision that the Supreme Court did less than a year ago is really uh to me says it all because 
Uh, what we're talking about here is the, uh, you know, you talked about making sausage, but, you know, it's it's messy and it's uh, there's arguments. and But what Tester's opinion on, on that decision is that it's, it's not, it's, it's too cumbersome to wait for the legislature to do its job. So it's, well, let's just delegate it to these agencies and let them do it. Yeah. And I object to that. All right. Well, thanks for your call. We appreciate it. This yep. is this has been a rocking hour, uh, uh, actually a rocking ninety minutes. I want to say thank you to everybody uh, for calling in and your patience with our technical difficulties that we had. Thank you so much for that. Now, what's coming up on Monday's fabulous program, Mister Nick? Uh, our friend Rob Nadelson, our constitutional scholar, he'll be on from nine to ten. We'll do open phones from eight thirty to nine. All right. So I really want to say thank you to everybody again for calling in this morning. Uh, Whew, what a day, what a week, right? Have a weekend. Have a good weekend. You yeah. bet. You guys get out there and have fun, and we'll see us um, a Monday morning bright and early at 6 for Montana Morning. Till then, take care.